Hey everybody, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. I'm Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Hey, I'm excited to have you join me today as we look at Luke chapter 4 and we see Jesus' words about himself and, and him speaking about some of his purpose. And so why don't you turn with me to Luke chapter 4. We're, we are going to begin in verse 16. Let's check it out right here. It says, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and he, as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to recover or to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? Now, this is great. Jesus is, he is explaining his purpose as he reads from the prophet Isaiah. And he reads this, this scroll and, and he is saying, this is being fulfilled in you hearing me read these words because, because Jesus is the fulfiller of these words. Jesus is the anointed one of God. Jesus is the, the long-awaited Messiah. He is the one that they had hoped for. And it, what makes this so interesting is that Jesus, he's Joseph's son. Isn't this Jesus who we, we've seen grow up around us? Isn't this Jesus who played with our kids? Isn't this Joseph's son? Look at what he is saying about himself. And uh, it, it's really amazing. It's, it's even more amazing when you see what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, my purpose. He says, I am anointed and sent. And he describes to proclaim good news to the poor. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, proclaiming the year of the Lord's favor. Now, this is, uh, this is great because Jesus is describing his purpose, but we need to ask ourselves, does he, does he, uh, does he give liberty to all captives while he's on earth? Does he, does he give sight to everyone who's blind or liberty to everyone who is oppressed? See, this is Jesus's ministry here while he's on earth. He's proclaiming these things and, and we've got to be careful how we read this because he certainly does heal. He certainly does give sight to some who are blind. But Jesus' purpose, it was, not, it was not minimized to simply an earthly ministry where he would give sight to those who are blind and he would free those who were oppressed. If, if that were the case, he, he could be considered a failure. There are still people who are blind. There are still people who are oppressed. There, there are still people who are captive. There, there were when he died, there were still people on earth in that moment. See, while he did those things, the greater reality is he was, he was bringing freedom spiritually. He was bringing freedom from oppression spiritually. He was giving sight spiritually. This was his purpose. His purpose ultimately is not, is not to heal every wound we have here on earth. It's, there's a greater reality behind it as he is proclaiming the gospel, the good news. 
In fact, the, the scripture he reads, Isaiah chapter 2, if you were to, to look at it, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord... 60, Isaiah 61, I'm sorry. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Verse 2, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus stops right here. But look at what the rest of the verse says. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. The, the day of vengeance of our God. See, Jesus stops here because he is, he is right now in Luke chapter four, he is speaking about his first coming. We're still waiting for a second coming. His second coming is going to be, as he says here, uh, or as the text says, the day of vengeance of our God. The second coming is going to bring his judgment. The first coming brings this proclamation of liberty, the proclamation of the good news, the hope for those who are spiritually bound and spiritually blind. If we will trust in him, if we will believe in him as the one who is crucified, who who died and was buried and resurrected, we can have this freedom, this hope, this, this peace, this good news. In fact, if we go a little bit further in Luke chapter 4, the end of chapter four, Jesus actually says, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. His purpose, he says, my purpose, I am sent to proclaim, proclaim the gospel, the good news. This is his purpose. This is, this is his purpose. And this is his purpose that we share in. We now, we carry that same message. And it's not a message that says Jesus is going to heal every wound here on earth. That would be a false promise. It's not a promise that says you are going to be without any oppression. You are going to be without any difficulty. Your life is going to be walking on sunshine. There will be no pain. You will be only experiencing victory. You will only experience goodness. That is not Jesus' message. His message is a good news of, of spiritual freedom and an eternal freedom where there is no oppression, there is no bondage, there is no blindness, there is no pain. But, but here on earth, that is, that's not the promise. We look forward to an eternal reality after the judgment of evil, an eternal reality that is, that is completely free from all the evils of this earth. Yet, while we're here on earth, we struggle. While we're here on earth, we, we find difficulty after difficulty. While we are here on earth, we endure whatever painful situations we might find ourselves in. Some find themselves in, in terribly difficult situations. Some find themselves in, in a life situation that's not hard at all. Listen, whatever lot you're given in life, the sovereign hand of the Lord knows exactly what you're dealing with. He's put you exactly where you are and he's called you to trust and endure him knowing that you might not experience freedom here on earth perfectly, but you will experience it eternally forever in his presence. And so our ancient way for our modern day, just like I think yesterday, it's twofold. First of all, it's speaking to those who, who experience difficulty here on earth. And I think that's all of us, some to different degrees. 
This is to remember the good news of Jesus. It is a good news that your spiritual oppression, your spiritual blindness, it is healed through Jesus in his death and resurrection. Trust in him, believe in him, cling to the gospel of Christ whenever you face difficulty and, and then set your hope on the eternal glory that is waiting for you. That's the first ancient way for our modern day. But then the second, the second is to join Jesus in his mission, proclaiming the good news. You know, this means that we verbalize it. This means at times that we we see oppression here on earth. And when we see it, if we have been given the ability to, to aid in that, if we are given the ability to care for those who are dealing with oppression, by all means, help care, love, rescue, lend yourself sacrificially just like Jesus has. This is this is the glory of being in Christ where we can freely help those who are dealing with, with terrible situations. We do this uh, kind of, this might date this moment in time right now, but as we pray for those in Ukraine and as we send aid to those dealing with war in Eastern Europe, this is a way we can help. We do this also as our neighbors might be dealing with difficulty. Maybe our neighbors are going through hard times. Maybe they don't have the meals or or food. Maybe they need some help and just a listening ear and and a prayer, a caring voice of prayer. We can enter into difficult situations with others and we can care for them. And remember, Jesus cared for us sacrificially and so we can freely care for others sacrificially as well. This is the ancient way for our modern day. As we follow Christ, as we walk in the freedom of our salvation, we can freely care for those who are dealing with difficulty. I hope this is encouraging if you're, if you're in difficulty. I hope this is challenging if you find yourself caring for those in difficulty. I, I pray that you would care for them well. And let's, let's remember, let's, let's do just as Jesus did. Let's preach the good news of the kingdom of God wherever we find ourselves. Jesus was sent for this purpose. Let's find ourselves in this purpose as well.